0: Welcome to Living Simply, a guide to mindful living and mindful parenting with your host, Dr. Gina.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hi, Ben. How you been?
0: (laughs) I've been good. How are you?
1: I'm good. Looking forward to this episode.
0: Me too. Um, We are talking about, we're continuing, we have two more agreements to go. On our uh, series of um, based on the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, and uh, it's it's a fascinating book. Um, it's one of my favorite books for sure. And uh, you know, it's I, I I read it for the first time a couple years ago. Um, before we we're going uh, this episode is going to be about um, the the third one that we're covering, not in any particular order. Um, be impeccable with your word. And uh, so before we get into Be Impeccable with your word, I just want to touch again um, for context. Why do you think that these four agreements are so important?
1: I think they're at the basis of uh, healthy relationships and they're basic and easy concepts. We can teach kids and older people. They're easy to understand. And if we can live by them, We would reduce a lot of suffering, a lot of conflict. And yeah, I just think they're basic truths and easy to live by, not complicated at all.
0: I agree completely. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that sounds really easy but gets really complicated for a lot of people is uh, being impeccable with your word. So let's talk about it.
1: (laughs) Yes, I thought it'd be fun to talk about it in general. And then we could um, also talk about it relating to parenting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, this could be a topic we could talk about for many, many hours. But I thought we could start with um, how to be impeccable with our word. And one would be to listen to the golden rule, which is before we speak and say something, we should think um, Reflect we don't have to think for two hours, but uh, is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? (laughs) So the the first one is it true connects with the first agreement? I think we talked about was am I making an assumption if I'm making that an assumption? It's not necessarily true, right? Right Um, So I think If all three are not there, sometimes it's worth not saying what we're about to say.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And
1: I would add to those timing. Timing is really, really important when we communicate something to someone. So let's see if it's true. Is it kind and is it really necessary? Um, I think those are easy rules to live by if you want to start with how to be impeccable with your word.
0: I think, um, let's, let's dissect true kind and necessary for a second Mm -hmm. because I think sometimes kind can be, you know, not everything is rainbow and butterflies when you have to say it. Sometimes you have to have hard truths and sometimes being kind isn't a compliment, you know, but sometimes being kind, like it's, would you say that it's more kind to sort of address something head on than it is to, if, if being, if the lie, if like, if kind equals not telling the truth, then it's not kind. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or if you
1: want to distinguish kind from being nice, Mm you
0: know,
1: there's this thing, be nice, be nice. But sometimes, um, being nice is kind of a trap so if we could put kind into in the context you're saying is it uh is there a basis of love behind it yeah um versus it it might not be pleasant to hear but kind in the sense that it's for the benefit of the relationship
0: right it's your intent what is your intent behind it
1: yeah so it's not kind like to tell someone they look like crap well (laughs) it's it's not very kind is it necessary if your partner your spouse doesn't look good that day Uh, if they're not going on tv and so if they don't look good and they're going on tv well it might be kind to tell them they have broccoli in their teeth um so i think it's more in in that way is it kind meaning is it going to help the other person or the relationship even if the message itself is not filled with unicorn and rainbows and roses
0: (laughs) so could we say that the intent it's about the intent being based out of love like why are you saying you know that's what kind means in this situation is it true is it based in love, what you're saying, and not trying to tear somebody down? And is it, overall, is it necessary? Um, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, and that's my perception, obviously. Some people might disagree. Um, yeah. Yeah, and the necessary, like some things, you know, we, we, we have two ears and one mouth, and there's a reason we should listen more than we speak. And sometimes we say stuff that doesn't need to be said. of air or you know even if it's not directly to the person example um gossip right if i'm gonna tell you oh ben i i'm gonna i need to tell you something someone told me um but please don't tell them i told you um well what i'm gonna say is true um but Is it kind to the person who's not there uh, to speak behind their back or break their trust? Is it necessary for me to bond with you through someone else's secret? Not really. So maybe I shouldn't say that. So it's not necessarily always um, one-on-one, face-to-face. It could be about talking about other people or just talking in general. So example, discriminatory comments, racist comments, it's not necessarily directed to the person you're talking to, but you know, is it kind of, oh, look at their, look how they're dressed. Like the person who's been commented about might never know, but really it, it, you're modeling these words that are not really impeccable. You're judging someone else's appearance, let's say.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, gossip is a Gossip is a terrible thing that I think all of us to some level or another, you know, everyone is guilty of it in some respect at some point, uh, no matter how much you try and then you really have to make it a conscious effort. Um, That makes a lot of sense to me. Also uh, the next thing that I kind of wanted to ask you about is um, sort of the, the second aspect of being impeccable with your word is, um, like do what you say you're going to do right so the trust factor like um being impeccable with your word in in uh, from what from my understanding in the don miguel ruiz framework has a lot of uh say what you mean which is the first part of what we say yeah. uh, the first part of what we've talked about so far is say what you mean say say what's What's true? What's kind? What's necessary? But the second part of it, which may be even more important, or, or I don't know, I want, I want your uh, judgment on this, is um, or your thoughts. Sorry, is uh, <laughs> is you know um, saying what, doing what you say. So once you say it, you have to follow through in order to be impeccable with your word.
1: Yeah, stand by what you say. So that's so important in relationships, even with kids. What We notice what people do more than what they say. So if there's a discrepancy between what they say and what they do, we'll pick up more on what they do. So when we get a bad vibe about someone or get annoyed by them, sometimes it's that discrepancy. They one thing but when you look at their actions their actions don't match their words mm-hmm. and you know I come to this a lot like with the people-pleasing people will say one thing to please the other but really it's not what they stand by so they'll say yes to a favor when really they don't have time to do that favor or they don't really feel like it and then they'll find any excuse not to follow through so they're they're not being impeccable with their words with other people or themselves
0: yeah um that's i think that's the toughest part of it you know like i i really think that gossip although we've talked about how hard gossip is and being saying, you know, telling the truth, being true, being kind, if it isn't necessary. I feel like that's an easier one to control than appeasing, you know, not being impeccable with your word in the sense of, of not following through, not saying, not doing what you say because it's so easy to, you want to be nice to your parents. You want to be nice to your friends. You want to be nice to coworkers, to business opportunities. You know, you don't want, we don't as a culture and, you know, I mean, as, as an, as a society, as a whole, like a worldwide society, at least the the Western world that I'm familiar with. Uh, and we don't want to say no, like we don't want to hurt people's feelings. We don't want to, we don't want to let people down. We don't, you know what I mean? Like there's a real, sometimes as, as you talked about earlier, what is kind, sometimes the kindest thing to do to somebody is say no.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think it stems from at the basis of all this, a lack of self-awareness, consciousness, and in the end, lack, lack of authentic, authenticity, because, um, whether it's people pleasing codependency in the end it's it's all about us right we don't want to deal with the difficult emotions so we're very we live with short term reactions but there's a price in the long term so if you in the therapeutic world there's there's um an approach called ACT, which is acceptance and commitment therapy. And they call this experiential avoidance. So basically, our reactions are guided by short-term results. Okay, I'm going to be nice to this person because I want them to like me. But in the end, we're disregarding our own needs and putting the other person's needs ahead of our own. And over time this takes its toll on people and then they build resentments and a bunch of other problems in the long term so these strategies you were mentioning they work in the short term that's why people do it but there's a price to pay in the end
0: before we get into the solutions yeah. right um before we get into that let's pivot just a little bit into parenting because I think, so I was talking this weekend to, um, to Allie, uh, about it, about this. Cause I, I was, you know, we, you and I talked about asking her some of these questions beforehand and, and figuring out uh, just another mother's perspective, um, on these things. And, uh, she was like, oof, oof, being impeccable with your word is the big one. Um, it's, it's so important, like, you know, I feel like as a, as a parent, you know how important it is, but it's difficult as well. And, um, and, uh, and, and so can you talk about, you know, how this affects parenting? And also she had a question, which was, she felt like it was the, um, being impeccable with your word is like the cornerstone of discipline for a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, would you agree with that?
1: Yeah. Discipline because at the source of discipline is, a mutual, respectful, uh, relationship. And if you're not impeccable with your word, even if the child is two, three, four and can't articulate things well at an energetic level, they lose respect for you. And that's when you see the boundary pushing, the oppositional behavior and all that stuff. So, yeah, I think it's very, very important in all relationships. And like you mentioned, too, um, before we started recording, we see it in politics. So that's on a big scale, but it starts in the home with our children and our partners, our friends at work. Um, The reason it's so important, I think, too, is words – have a lot of power you can destroy someone with a word break their hearts break a trust um, destroy a relationship with your words so people don't realize how powerful words are whether it's the spoken word or words you tell yourself or words you tell little children they leave an imprint on us, on our soul, on our being, um, I'm a I'm a big stickler for words. Um, so that's how I raise my daughter. Well, this word is more important than this word, or no, this is what you mean because words are at the source of our communications. Um, so we need to be intentional when we use our words. And basically the opposite intentional when we use silence um, and be responsible. So when you're impeccable with your word, there's a huge responsibility that comes with that because you need to stand by what you're going to say, what you communicate to the people around you.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and, and that's sort of, I have that written down earlier, I think for both parenting and just everyday relationships, um, you know, you started this entire episode by talking about how being impeccable with your word and the four agreements in general are the base of the healthy relationships, you know, ag- making these four agreements with yourself and with whoever you enter into this relationship with in whatever relationship we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, these are the four things that are, that it's really, that are underneath everything, especially trust and mutual respect. And it's hard to trust somebody and it's hard to have the respect for somebody if they're, if they don't say what they mean and they don't do what they say, you know? Yes. Um, so, uh, what else? What? How do we? How do we make sure we do this? What are the solutions? So,
1: um, I'm going to sound like a broken record or a DVD.
0: That's fine. Hammer <laughs> home the point. Just keep uh, hammering at home.
1: The point is always the same. Be present. Stop being so distracted. Be self-aware. So to to think before we speak, we need to be present instead of letting our mouth just go. Uh, irresponsibly and we it, it takes a fraction of a second it's not something like we need two minutes to think about what we're gonna say sometimes we do if they're big issues um, but I think if we live with presence we're more likely to be impeccable with our word because we will think of the consequence of our of our words and um, we will choose our words carefully um, asking ourselves is it true is it kindness and necessary is a good strategy of how to mm-hmm. um, and the other way to be impeccable with your word is timing so if you're a people pleaser you can't say no when someone asks you a favor instead of responding right away and then changing your mind Um, you can use delay tactics like let me get back to you so if you know you have a hard time with being impeccable delay your response yeah people can wait Um, and it's never too late to change your mind it's never too late to apologize own up to your words and then do better because to me apologies mean nothing if you don't do better they're just I'm sorry, right? Yeah. Um, explaining why you are sorry for the words you used, how your words might have impacted the other person, and how you feel bad for what you did, and you're gonna try and do better. So I'm thinking that especially for partners, friends, children, because you're constantly in relationship with them,
0: and holding uh, holding yourself accountable.
1: Yeah totally.
0: Yeah. Um I uh I, I have no idea if anybody else is hearing this. There's a screaming 4-year-old downstairs and I'm not sure if it's a happy scream or a or a or a tantrum type scream. I'm not sure. Uh but anyway, if you get if you heard that if you if you heard that on the show, uh, you know, bonus. Um <laughs> I didn't
1: so. hear it. One oh, nice. thing I want to add though. Um, one person we should always be impeccable with is ourselves because our negative self-talk manifests in real life so um, I know not long ago you did a video and you were talking about I think you were working out and you like I hate this I hate this well it affects your mindset right it makes it even more difficult yeah we need to be impeccable with ourselves so if if we put ourselves down, is it true? So if I'm, I'm so stupid, well, is it true? No, not really. Is it kind? No. Is it necessary? Not really. So if we can start with ourselves first because we're in our heads 24-7, it's a good place to start. And then we'll spread the love that way.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. I'm so glad that you caught that at the end. That's very, very, very important. Yeah. Uh, to be impeccable with yourself Uh would you, you know, be honest, be true, be kind, say necessary, you know, um, to, to do all of those things to do what to say what you mean and to do what you say for yourself is so important. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Um, and, and I couldn't agree more, especially because you need to have trust and respect for yourself.
1: Yeah. Totally. You know? and if you don't love and respect yourself, it's really hard to love and respect other people in a healthy way.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Very, 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 very true. All right. Time for the moment of gratitude. Gina, what you got? I'll
1: I'll start. Um, I just came back. So I ended my holidays and I rented a cottage with a few friends, Airbnb, a village where I grew up. It felt so nice to be away from the city and in the country where I was skiing. So it brought back childhood memories. And so my daughter was with me. So I got her to explore where we were. Um, The energy of it was awesome. I felt great. We were in the forest. I went hiking with my very best friend along a nice river. It was just amazing. So I'm really grateful for that weekend.
0: Wow. Wow wow (laughs) that sounds so nice yeah um (laughs) that's uh that's great wow I don't have anything that cool um I am grateful for uh summer being over that sounds not good but (laughs) I like I don't want to be grateful for a negative thing I don't know um you know
1: fall, fall starting
0: Fall is starting. Yeah, uh, summer was rough. Summer, summer was rough. There was a lot of uh, family stuff. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we we lost someone uh, to to start the summer, and um, we're we're ending the summer with uh, with my mom in the hospital. And uh, but she's she's doing better, and we found out the release date. Um, she's actually not in the hospital anymore. She's getting she's she's uh, rehabbing and getting back on her feet. But we found out the release date today, and everything's going great. And you know things happen for a reason, and uh, so things are getting sorted out. And, I, and I'm happy and I'm grateful for all of that. Um, and uh, but really, um, I have a lot of cool stuff coming up in the fall. And it's it's weird because I love the summer. The summer is my favorite time of year absolutely like it's my favorite thing swimming is my favorite thing in the world i haven't done that all year uh it was it was just it was one thing after another all summer um so i'm really grateful uh this weekend right now when we're recording this not when you're listening to it but it's the last weekend before Braden goes back to school um on monday and uh ali's birthday is coming up and so i'm excited for the new things coming into the fall
1: good times coming awesome
0: thanks um all right so this is it uh episode three of the four agreements and we'll be back next time to do our best
1: yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you gina where can people find you
1: drmadrigrano.com and on any social media
0: awesome all right see you later thank you For information or to book an appointment with Dr. Gina, go to drmandragrano.com or click the link in the description of this episode.